Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings and welcome to all our viewers out there at Voice of Healing. Uh, again, we're just here at the in Phoenix at the Re, uh, Reawakening Conference. It's been a, a wonderful uh, time that we've had here, having the ability to talk to many different people with different views on different subjects. And, and what we see right now uh, from the very first ones we were doing months and months ago, there's been a shift. And the shift is, as I've said, when we were in Dallas and San Antonio, everything has been shifting, I believe, into this next season in, this, in the, the voting of our country, people's eyes being over, uh, open to what's happening with COVID, just so many things that are happening and, and going on that we really need to ourselves ask ourselves what we're doing. You know, uh, we need to have boots on the ground to get things done in this next voting season for so many districts. I, I hear it all the time. We need help. We need help. And, and I believe that people are going to start standing up and to be part of you know, this next move, this great awakening in our country to get people back on track. I'm here with Dr. Rashid uh, Buddha, right? Buttar. Buttar. And, and uh, I've seen you, I realize now, on, on some of the other networks, as you, we were just talking earlier about how many um, platforms you've been removed from. And, and, and why, why do you see this happening, especially with people that have, an, you know, a, a medical input, understanding what's going on, the COVID and all these different things, doctor. And you're, you're one of those guys, you're one of those voices that, that are educated in this. Why would they, why do you think that CNN would want to take you off? Well, CNN actually wanted to have me on there because they, that's why they interviewed me because they wanted more traction for their uh, subs or listenership. But yeah. it's the social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you know, those type of platforms that deplatformed uh, me. And I think the biggest reason is is because, well, you know, you you can look at from the instead of the thirty thousand foot elevation, you can look at it from the you know three hundred thousand foot elevation and recognize that those who censor have always been on the wrong side of history. And those who are being censored are always on the right side of history. So, and I think, I can't think of a single time that somebody was censored and was on the wrong side of history. So, you know, historically, when you start looking at that from a precedent standpoint, people should start to think that if a message is being prevented or stopped, what is the reason? What could be the incentive for them to stop the message from going out? You know, you've got, this conflict of interest that's inherent when you only allow one side of an argument to be presented. And, and especially when it's devoid of all, all sequential logical thought process, right? So when you look at this, like, 
for me, the amazing thing is pornography is readily available. Uh, hate talk and, and, and violent uh, actions, you can see them on entertainment all the time. But when somebody comes in, and I've been a doctor now for 31 years, somebody comes in with a medical degree, with 31 years experience, with, uh, you know, I've got patients from 94 countries, I've testified before the U.S. Congress, I've testified before the U.S. Congressional Subcommittee on Human Rights and Wellness uh, back in 2004. Um, you know, I'm an international best-selling author, I've given over 700 professional lectures, and now when somebody like that speaks out, instead of at least, oh, look, let's see, listen to this, they just censor it. And they censor it because they're afraid of the narrative. They don't want, he who con controls the narrative dictates history. So they're trying to rewrite history. Like, you know, that we have done many times uh, in our own nation, uh, the Tuskegee experiments, for example, right? Yes. 42 years of experimentation on black Americans uh, from, that, from that specific area of the country, in, in the uh, Georgia area. And they tried to rewrite it. In fact, the publicity, the negative publicity was so profound that the agency had to change their name. Now, today, they're known as the Centers for Disease Control, but back then they were known as the, what was it, Agency of Public Health or something like that. Mm -hmm. But the, the point being, they try to rewrite history, and you can't rewrite history in today's technologically advanced society where communication and, and the ability to relay messages and information is so readily available. A hundred years ago, it would have been easier to get your messages across to using the Pony Express, but not today. And I think they're, they're signing their own death warrants, these social media companies, because it's only a matter of time before people are just going to realize sure. that they're, they're not doing anything but propaganda. Yeah. The Joseph Goebbels, who was the, the minister of propaganda for the Third Reich in Germany, said that if you can tell a lie big enough and enough times, that lie becomes the truth. Yeah. And that's exactly what they've been doing. Why, why you know, you, we have so many people come on and, 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 you know, you try to screw them down into why, why is this happening? And we hear so many uh, different, uh, so many different topics why, you know, from the political side while it's just political, from the health side while they're just trying to make money. What do you feel this whole, th this whole COVID pandemic is about? Well, I think that again, um, it's it's not a, important what I think. It's only important what the evidence shows, facts. right? The facts. Yeah. So the facts are the one person that has been the forefront, the poster child of this movement, has been Bill Gates. Yeah. And we know that Bill Gates had written a white paper years ago about the depopulation agenda and that the world could only sustain half a billion people. We're almost 8 billion people right now, so that would mean that 15 out of every 16 people on the planet would have to be eliminated in order to meet his agenda that he had talked about. We know that his family comes from a eugenicist platform, Planned Parenthood, and their connections go all the way back to Nazi Germany. There's, there's no question about that. There's a great uh, six-minute video that explains the historical aspect, which I could not believe when I saw it. But then, you know, people said, that's ridiculous, that's this, that, that. Okay, then tell me, why is it that Bill Gates, with no medical knowledge, with no medical training, who couldn't keep viruses out of his own freaking software system, is trying to keep viruses out of our body? And why is he on, 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 on national media and international media talking about this? What, you know, what connection does he have to any of this? He has connection because he's got an agenda that has been orchestrated um, based upon his open non um, he's not even he's not even trying to 
prevent anybody from recognizing. He's very open and blatant about it. And that information is all about, uh, his, his agenda is all about basically getting the vaccine into more people, telling people that we're not going to go back to a norm, this is our new norm, etc., etc. So historically, when you start looking at this, that's one part of it. Then you start looking at the, the patents of what has been issued. You cannot yeah. issue a patent on a naturally occurring substance. You can only issue patents on something that is new, original. And so the patent for the coronavirus or the COVID, coronaviruses have been around since the 1960s. We, you know, there's over 10,000, 12,000 publications that talk about uh, coronavirus. But in 2000 and back in 2002, 2003, 2004 timeframe, there were patents that had been filed for. And that's about the time too when the government of the United States passed a moratorium. Yep. And this is what I talked about, you know, two years ago that after this interview, it hit 9.2 million views um, in six days. And that's when the White House reached out to me. But this, this is a matter of record that the government had passed a moratorium on chimeric research. Yep. And that's when Fauci diverted funds. And I had said it was 3.7 million. It ended up being, I think, 3.8 million that he, that he uh, um, redirected into Wuhan. But in 2004, after the government passed a moratorium in chimeric research, he switched and took the research that was being conducted at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill yeah. and diverted that to Wuhan. Well, from that point onwards, if you go through and you start looking at all the historical components that took place, uh, even just starting right before the first case of COVID, which was in December of 2019, you go back to October of 2019, they had event 201, which was a mock simulation mm -hmm. of a pandemic situation that would occur. And that was specifically looking at coronavirus. Yeah. In November of 2019, Perbright Corporation, which is a European corporation, got issued, and perfect, uh, got issued a patent that was perfected for coronavirus, and wow. Perbright Corporation is held by and controlled by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Wow. And then December 2019, literally, this is like month, 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 yeah. right? You got wow. October, November, and December. In December, first, the, the literally the next month after the patents perfected, mm. they the first case of coronavirus is out there. So when people ask me, you know, what do you think, and you know, conspiracy theorists and this and that, here's the bottom line. First of all, is this conspiracy? Absolutely, it's a conspiracy against mankind. Exactly. And is it uh, is it a theory? That theory. Part, that sailed a long time ago. This is not theoretical. This is factual. Yeah. And anybody that has, you know, one, sometimes I make this joke and people don't get it. So I find that I have to explain it. But basically in the brain, you have neurons and synapses. A synapse mm -hmm. is the connection between two neurons. So anybody who is at, at least has one synapse functioning in their brain, they yeah. can see the evidence that's, that's right in front of them. Now, if a person wants to ignore it, you know, then, then that's their issue. And, and here's the thing, Michael, I, I look at it from, you can look at it, all these historical perspectives and all these things that I just described, but let's talk about the science of it. And people always ask me about the spike protein, the messenger RNA, and, this, and I'm like, guys, stop talking about this portion of the dialogue because they are counting on you to be too ignorant to talk about the science. Sure. Let's just talk about the common sense, logical aspect that a three-year-old understands, that a five-year-old understands. You're telling me that you need to wear a freaking face mask to walk into a restaurant, and then you can sit down, and then magically you're protected. So now you can take off that mask and eat? That, like this virus, is that sophisticated? Or yeah. social distancing that has to be maintained? But then you walk into a plane after maintaining social distancing to get on the plane, but then you sit right next down to somebody exactly. four inches away that you don't know, and then oh, take off your mask and eat? Yeah. I mean, t wearing a face mask 
against a virus, any kind of virus, is like literally building a split rail fence and trying to keep a mosquito out. <laughs> it's the most stupid yeah. aspect. And every doctor knows this. I can understand the mass public maybe not understand this, but doctors know this, researchers know this, and they're still yeah. going along. So either one, they've been bought off, or two, they sold the soul to the devil. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I, from what I've seen and what I've heard, we've had uh, people in our ministry that worked in the ERs in, in California, and uh, some of these nurses were just saying that the major, vast majority of the people that were coming in sick, dying, were people that had been vaccinated. Absolutely. And I think that number, I pray that number gets out, and well, it's not manipulated to the point that people, you know, well, they really died of a heart attack. Yeah, but with the heart, where did the well, heart attack come from, right, doctor? Yeah, let me. So let me give you some information that will be enraging, but it shows you how corrupt this is. So Biden, uh, in a press conference back in July, I believe it was, named me as one of the most dangerous people in the United States. And this actually got a lot of people pissed off, a lot of people in the special operator community, because I was part of the 5th Special Forces Group. I served with the 2nd Infantry Division with the 101st Air Assault Division. I was attached with them for a short period. So this instigated uh, uh, a turn of events because when he started talking about me misinforming the, the misinformation supposedly that he's trying to say that I that I put out I talked about the data released from July 5th to July I'm sorry July 9th to July 15th and that was comparing the VAERS data to the CDC's data so VAERS the Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System had reported that between the period of July 9th to July 15th there were 1,949 people that had died from adverse reactions to the vaccine. During the same period, July 9th to July 15th, the CDC reported 1,919 people died from COVID. So now you've got the first time where the government's own numbers are showing more people died from the solution than from the problem itself. So I happen to point that out. So now he's saying, he's telling the world that I'm giving misinformation. Well, the following month, this is, this is July 2021, following month in August, 2021, the FDA now changes the definition of vaccinated, saying that if you have an adverse reaction after getting the vaccine more than 14 days out before they count you as vaccinated. So if it's less than 14 days, if it's 13 days, 12 days, 10 days, you die right away after getting the vaccine, guess what? You weren't vaccinated. They're counting a person who has gotten the vaccine, but as long as it's within the first 14 days the adverse event is reported, it is not considered a vaccine-related injury. This is how absurd that the situation is getting. They're literally trying to turn the world upside down. And the fact is that everyone in these hospitals, the Omicron variant, the Delta variant, this is all vaccine-induced injury. Every sure. one of these, sure. every yeah. one of them. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, I, it, I think the, the wall that they're gonna hit here shortly, it's affecting too many families. In my own family, I've lost two people that were vaccinated almost instantly. One, uh, a, a cousin of mine, younger, 35 years old, vaccinated, all of a sudden gets a blood clot in his heart, right? They have to open him up to remove that. Um, my uncle vaccinated, he dies uh, nine days later after the vaccination from a stroke. And, and I'm, I'm listening to too many stories like that from too many different people where people are realizing this isn't from, you know, just uh, bad eating habits. All these events are happening after well, bad, vaccinations. Yeah, all these bad eating habits, they didn't cause somebody to have all of a sudden a sudden event in nine days exactly. after having the vaccine, right? Yeah. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. 
Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. A friend of mine, actually, they, they were on a local uh, website in California and said, is there anybody out there that noticed that their fa- a family member got you know, cancer after being vaccinated? The numbers were overwhelming. It was ridiculous. In the thousands, mm-hmm. which they never thought they would get that kind of response was, yeah, I, I didn't think about it. My mom, my dad got cancer, you know, uh, you know, two weeks, three weeks after the vaccination. I, I really never put that together. But I, I think, you know, that that this thing is coming out more and more. I noticed uh, Fauci on on uh, being interviewed by Rand, or not interviewed, but uh, being interrogated by Rand Paul, right? He... You can tell he's nervous. You can tell the narrative's coming up. And I've had so many people come in here and talk about that. Uh, I don't think they can hide it anymore. Well, the National Institute of Health is already distancing themselves from Fauci, and they've already come out. The director of the National Institute of Health you know, resigned right about, I think it was the day before the CNN interview that I did. And, of course, I'd asked them about that, and they didn't want to talk about that. And, of course, they didn't want to talk about it because they have no way of justifying those actions. Where Because he was in a, it was a matter of, congressional record that he lied about the documentations regarding coronavirus and such. So uh, I think Fauci's just, um, you know, he's a, he's a sad excuse for a person. In fact, CNN quoted me and said that uh, you said that Fauci was like Hitler. And I said, well, if I said that, I was wrong. I think he's worse than Hitler. He's done way worse than what Hitler's done. Because, yeah. you know, Hitler was responsible for whatever number of millions of deaths. I don't know how many millions of people have died throughout the world, you know, and this is transcending geographical boundaries, ethnicities, creed, nationality. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't make any difference. It's, it's affecting everybody. We, 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 you, you know, it's interesting. You're right. We don't know the numbers at this point. And I, I, I pray that we find those numbers and what they actually come out to be. I was uh, uh, talking to another guy and read the, the uh, article on about the the Italians, I think it was 4,000 Italians that were, uh, that after death that they were uh, autopsied. autopsied. Uh, unbelievable uh, information that come out from those autopsies. How about how their blood was uh, uh, clotting, even in the, uh, you know. The it, microemboli and yeah, the vascular insult that's been occurring. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, and the thing is that there's, you know, this is the population that has succumbed, but there are other people that may not have succumbed with blood clots or, or myocardial infarctions or strokes, but they're still affecting them, impacting them in a tremendously adverse way, right? The, the, what it's doing to the body, so the people understand the role of messenger RNA uh-huh. in the body naturally, uh, messenger RNA rewrites and repairs DNA. Now, this is a dynamic thing. What's being introduced into your body is not a static thing, like a, a, a substance, you know, X, whatever it is. This is actually something that's dynamic. It's constantly changing. So it's triggering a change in your own morph- DNA, morphologically changing the structure of your DNA. And remember, the DNA is your blueprint of your life. It's changing the blueprint. So that now when the body starts to repair, it's repairing and rewriting based upon this new message, this synthetic message that's wow. adulterating what makes us human. Literally, yes. it's changing us. Well, the, and I've heard other doctors say this. They say, we're, we are being changed. We're being tra- trans... Uh, we're becoming something other than is not exactly, human. Exactly, it's transformation. Because this, this is actually attacking us at the at the DNA level. That's exactly right. 
That's exactly right. What, what, can you explain that a little more? Because there's, I mean, there's so many people coming to me with this, wanting to understand how this, this vaccination is helping in the transformation of the DNA of people's bodies. And, and this is a huge moral right. uh, issue. It's, it's, it's been a moral issue before, you know, from the beginning when they start talking about genetic manipulation and such. So, well, what, I mean, if you go back to the book of Genesis... It talks about how the, 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 the sons of God uh, that had come down to the earth, the fallen ones, were having children with the, with the daughters of the earth. And it gets into the whole Nephilim thing when you read about the story of David and Goliath. That Goliath was a Nephilim, which literally meant, well, it doesn't mean a giant. It means he was a fallen one or a byproduct of a DNA change. So when we're talking about this, this is one of those things that so many people are coming to me with and I'm saying, I don't know enough about the science, but I know that it's happening because I've talked to too many scientists, doctors that are saying it's happening. Well, let me, let me, before we get into that, let me just give you an example of something that I would have, if you told me this two years ago, I would have said you're crazy and I would have laughed. But you remember that there's, in many of the um, religious texts, they talk about, whether they talk about the mark of the beast or whatever they want to talk about, it's, it's, it's the marking on humans, right, of a certain way, almost like a tattooing. Sure. So there is now the talk about the radiolucent dye that's going to be used in tattooing people's um, vaccination records so that's embedded within their body so that now you can't fake it. You've heard about that? Yeah, I've heard You about know the it. enzyme that is the radiolucent enzyme that picks up? Do you know what that's called? No. The enzyme is called, get this, this is... You can't make this kind of crap up. The enzyme is called luciferase. Wow. That is the like name Lucifer. of the enzyme. Yeah, it's made, it's literally what it's called. Luciferase is the name of the enzyme. Oh, wow. So so let's back up for a second. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, my second degree in college was theology. Okay. okay. Uh, but I am not, when I talk publicly, I'm not talking from a theological sure. standpoint. I'm talking about uh, from a medical standpoint, a research, a scientific standpoint. So when you start talking about from the structural standpoint, if I take your DNA yeah. uh, from your hair, yep. I have this modern technology. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's got your entire blueprint. Just like a blueprint yeah. of a house, yep. it's got the entire blueprint, right? Yep. Now, you can take that DNA and you can actually grow it just like they did with Dolly the sheep. They can create a genetic identical mm -hmm. individual or animal, whatever it is that they take from the DNA. Now, that DNA that holds that blueprint yeah. has its... If, if, God forbid, you lose your foot or you cut your finger or you have a scar on your shoulder, the blueprint's still perfect. The blueprint yeah. doesn't have that scar because it's the original blueprint, right? It's like a building has one corner that gets damaged from water damage or whatever. It doesn't change the blueprint. Blueprint's the same. Yeah. So the blueprint is used as a guidance to repair and regenerate the body and try to heal it as close to the original design as possible. RNA is designed to come in and repair or rewrite that DNA when something goes wrong. Mm. What they've done is taken messenger RNA, but it's synthetic, it's something outside the body, yeah. it's programmed to not come into the body, and it's not just like taking a toxin or something that may not be good for you or like a poison. It goes in and it's not starting to rewrite what yeah. makes you human. Wow. Okay, it's design, it appears to be, to create sterilization. Yeah. However, it's literally changing what makes you human. It is changing your blueprint. So yeah. whenever there's any damage or whenever there's anything going on in the body, it's rewriting based upon a new new sequence. And here's the thing. It's not just rewriting DNA right now when it gets introduced in your body. It's constantly rewriting. It's like a domino. You push yeah. it and it says, and it keeps on going. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, 
it, it's reproducing. It's a reproductive organism that just keeps spreading out throughout the body. Well, it's not a reproductive organism. It's just it's just this thing that creates a cascade and, and it's perpetuating. It's actually using the body's own design, but the guy who, but it's doing it in an adverse way. The guy who designed it, Dr. Robert Malone, even talked about that this is not being utilized the way it should be, and he's been an outspoken critic of many of the aspects. I've had I've heard some of these doctors. These are good guys that are coming out and speaking about the vaccine, but then they're going out to get the vaccination themselves because they really don't understand. This is all, you know, you can, you can say it's all kind of control mechanism. It's all, why would they want to try to control us? It's again, it's a eugenics issue. They literally think in their own mind that it is, the world is not sustainable. I, that's what I think. And I, I don't wow. know, I don't have proof of this, but here's the thing, guys. If you, if you drive from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, right, two very urbanly, densely populated areas, sure. You travel four hours, of which three and a half hours, you don't see any human beings. Exactly. Right? So there's, to say that the world is a world of abundance, right? Yeah. And, and God, this is how God designed it, the world of abundance. I argued with life for a penny only to find dismayed that anything I would have asked of life, life would have paid. That's a quote from one of the books my dad gave me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And when we look around ourselves, we see, you know, trees. And I, just, just think about counting the number of leaves in a tree. You can't do that. And then look at the number of trees on the planet, right? Exactly. Or look at the grains of sand in a beach. And then how many beaches are there? Or the number of blades of grass in a field. And then how many fields are there? God wants us to be in a, in a state of abundance. Yet exactly. everything that we've been taught is a lack of abundance. It's, it's, it's apathy. It's, it's um, you know, shortage. People talk about, you know, for example, financially, when people talk, it's all about becoming debt-free. What's the first word in debt-free? It's debt. It's oriented towards the wrong area instead of talking about and focusing on, on abundance. Exactly. You know, I'll give you one thing that I want to say something because I forgot to say it from stage. Right now, the biggest problem is that people don't have a reliable source of health information, right? Yeah. And when they do go, it's the health insurance companies are directing them into the same pit and, you know, it's this... Have you had your vaccine? Have you had your vaccine? They, it wasn't enough in the hospital, so now they're going out to airport kiosks and grocery food stores. Everybody's trying to incentivize people with ice cream and lottery tickets to take the vaccine. So uh, if it's okay, Mike, I, I would like to let people know, let them know something that's massive that's happening, and it's about a new health insurance model that has been released as of yesterday for corporate America, and by hopefully early spring, it's going to be available for everybody else. How would you like a health insurance that pays for primary care and integrative medicine, pays for everything, including dental, vision, regenerative medicine? You get to pick the doctor that you want. It'll even pay for the doctor, for you to travel to see the doctor, and it allows a doctor's results to be showcased so that anybody can now see, instead of instead of being sent to certain doctors by networks, and a lot of times these networks go with doctors that give them the lowest rates because they're the doctors aren't good. Yeah. Rather now, patients can see this doctor had this many patients with this issue and this is the results versus this doctor. They get to choose their doctor. It literally allows for transparency. It's almost like, um, it's almost like you can't lie in this system. The doctors that are getting good results are going to get more people coming to them. And, and the cost, get this, the cost for an individual, three to $400 a month for a family, uh, $900 to $1,200 a month, regardless of the number of fam- uh, family members. So you could have six people in your family. It's yeah. all covered. Plus, the deductible is all combined. So if people want information, can I give a website? Sure. Yes. So if people want to get more information on this, go to askdrbutar.com, A-S-K-D-R-B-U-T-T-A-R.com forward slash H-I-I. H-I-I stands for Health Insurance Information, H-I-I. Nice. Wow. 
that, wow. And now, you see, the thing is, when people get a choice like that, yeah. they're not going to have doctors that, are, doctors that are good that are getting the results. They're not going to tell the patients to go get the damn vaccine. Yep. Why? Because they know it's hurting their patients. So now a patient doesn't have to rely on being told what to do by a doctor that is not, that, that's basically bought into the, yeah. the nonsense hook, like, and sinker, either because they're too stupid to know the truth or because they've sold out and they don't have any ethical integrity. But the beautiful thing here is it empowers people not to make their own choices. And I believe that when you create an open capitalistic um, um, model and allow the, the system, like people to vote with their own dollars and their own actions, as opposed to being coerced, Right? Yeah. You have to go to this doctor, or you have to do this, or you have to let the open market decide and determine exactly. and let people vote with their dollars. And this yeah. is exactly why this situation, this scenario right now we're in, where they're being forced to take vaccines, they're losing their jobs, they're losing you know, the ability to be autonomous. I tell people that if you're going to lose, if your job is threatened, yeah. if, you're, if you're in fear of losing your job, say a prayer of gratitude. And understand that you are being moved out of that. It's time for you to find a different, better. Uh, exactly. I know at least of a dozen people that were in this situation and they went ahead, didn't take the vaccine. They quite, you know, people said, well, what should I do? Well, don't take the damn vaccine. It's going to kill you. So people have actually gone out and they've given up their jobs. And guess what? They have found a better opportunity, making more money, more time. So it's a way, that, you know, just follow your intuition. intuition. Yeah. Intuition is God talking to us, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's a spirit. It's, it's, a, it's that sixth sense, that, that gut feeling. That is the yeah. creator talking to us. Dr. Bhutan, I, I love talking to you, brother. I, I really, I mean, you've answered so many questions just here. We, we have to do something again. I got to ask you this one, though. Where do you see things going with this whole thing in the next two years? I mean, do you, do, I, I mean I've, I've heard so many doctors like the one from Israel that was working with Trump. It's basically saying it's going to be terrible for people that have been vaccinated in the next two years. What do, what what is your feel? What is what is what what do you think is going to happen? Well, I can tell you. I can tell you. If, if, say somebody got vaccinated now, two years from now, and they don't go through the whole series of shots, uh, boosters, so called. You know. Right. So let me give you let me give you the two different portions to this answer. Where do I see this globally? I see this as every other aspect of evolution where evolution is characterized by and it's necessary to have growth and that evolution is characterized by growth growth however can be very tumultuous painful downright disruptive and mm -hmm. that's the process we're going through we are yeah. ushering in a new world there is going to be a new world but that new world is a world where tolerance of differences where acceptance and understanding is going to be paramount, where, where no more injustices will occur, where the world will be the true world of abundance that the Creator designed us to be in. That's where I see us going. And this is, this is literally, uh, one person said to me, this is either a calling or a culling. And it's yeah. literally that. You, if we are creators made in the creator's image, then it's up Amen. to us to create whatever we want. Exactly. And so for some people, this is going to be heaven because we're creating it. And for some people, it's going to be hell because they created it themselves, yeah. right? So what's going to happen to people that took the vaccine in the words of, um, of uh, Luc Montanier, who is one of the leading virologists in the world and has won a Nobel Peace Prize for his work, if you've taken the vaccine, you are going to have an untimely death. End of story. Nothing can be done. Mm. Now, this is what Luc Montanier has said. I, I personally believe that he is... 100% right because when people, you know, when my reputation is I can take anything out of the body. Detoxification, we have patients come, they come from 94 countries, cancer, autism, these are the areas that we have specialized in and we have been recognized internationally as 
setting precedents in some of these cases, some of these types of conditions. But the problem is that when you, and I've had doctors ask me, well, what do you do if you've taken the vaccine? I'm like, guys, I can take anything out of the body, but I can't take something that's rewriting yeah. the, your DNA. I don't know how to do that. I don't know whether there's anything. Sure. And so the best policy here is to understand what's going on and then follow your intuition, your internal guidance. Because I'm telling you, as soon as you think, if you start thinking logically, as soon as you start thinking logically, None of this makes any sense. And then when you start to understand how they've started pushing the vaccines, they did studies, Michael. They did actual studies at Yale University and Princeton. Well, Yale University for sure, and I believe Princeton was the other university, where they were trying to see how to compel people to take the vaccines. And they found in these studies that the first and most prevalent way of convincing people was to give them the, the impression that they were doing something socially responsible to help others. That was the first thing. Second most uh, prevailing way was by guilting people. Wow. And that's what they're doing right now. Exactly. You know? exactly. So it's, it's a, we have to understand that no matter what you think your obligation is to somebody else, your obligation to yourself and your body is the first sure. and paramount. It's between you and God. That's right. Uh, if people want to get a hold of you, how or get this information, do you have any websites or anything they can get onto? Yeah, they can go to uh, askdrbutar.com or Centers for Advanced Medicine. But the health insurance component, was, which is at askdrbutar, A S K D R B U T T A R.com forward slash H I I, that's the best way of getting into our information sequence right now. We, we're, um, we're just revamping uh, how we have people coming in. Advancedmedicine.com is another place where they can get a tremendous amount of resources. They can get the head map, which is a tool, health assessment tool for free. Uh, they can go to Advanced Medicine, A-D-V-A-N-C-E-D, advancedmedicine.com, and they can get all sorts of information there as well. Brother, we want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing. I, I, I want to really thank you for standing up because we need more men like you that are willing to stand in the gap and let this truth get out there because people need to wake up to what's really going on. And you're one of the most honest uh, people that we've had on here that really is is bringing that truth out and not afraid to, to, to say what's really going on within our bodies. And we, and we need that more than ever. For those of you that are our listeners out there, we just want to thank you for tuning in. And please uh, get this information, get it out to your friends, get it to those that are that, that do not understand, especially the, our, our people that are over in Australia. There's so many of you that over there have been asking for help, asking for understanding of the videos and different things we've been sending out with the interviews um, through uh, WhatsApp. Um, those things are, are, have been a huge help to others in making a decision what to do with their bodies. And, and this man of God, I, I'm telling you, this doctor is really uh, putting some things on the table that that are answering a lot of things that have been people have been asking about the mark and everything else, the transformation of DNA, which has been one of my largest concerns. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. Please get in contact with us either on email or uh, you can even call us. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps. The Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio.
with Michael Petrone.